0: What's the subject matter? Whatever
1: Kurt says it is. Say. It's hard to say. Hard to say. Look at Stewie. You can tell he's smiling. He's
2: going got to get punched.
1: We should ask Chef to bring some more snowballs in the office. Chef! Yeah? Can we have more snowballs? Yeah. i get
0: some.
1: Should we brew some coffee on the cast?
2: Would you like some coffee?
1: Of the pod? Am I just going to sit here and talk to myself today?
2: Well, I mean, if you want coffee, you can have coffee. I'm going mean, to have some. I'll make you some.
1: Well, you don't have to make me some. I can get up. <coughs> Probably the further I get away from the microphone, the better.
2: So, that's okay, though.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm diving in my notebook for topics.
1: <laughs> Are we going to ask the just question? Ask Dario. Yeah, ask Dario. He's painting.
2: Hey, Dario. Ruben. Yes? What's a good podcast topic? Santa. Santa! coming, guys. I heard that he was going to stop by. All right, so that's a topic.
1: We're discussing Santa?
2: No, 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 no. The Christmas spirit.
1: Oh, the Christmas spirit.
2: Or Christmas cheer
1: the cheer of the Christmas holiday cheer Stewie's stuck in my hair oh my gosh Stewie you don't eat hair (laughs) that hurts so bad
2: that's another topic though that thing Stewie Stewie.
1: he's not a thing he's an elk he's an elk I mean I don't think he's an elk by Cameron Haynes standards but by Target standards they are And not by target as in, let's shoot a gun as a target. It's, we bought him at Target, and it said elk mount. Decorative elk mount. Let's see if the tag's still on the back. Well, there's a tag on the back, but that's not what about... But so you all know, there's...
2: So, here's my theory on Christmas cheer. Okay. And... Not a theory. I have this just a thought that I verbalize frequently, and that is it aggravates me that people talk about the Christmas spirit or holiday cheer because oftentimes I have noticed that those are the same people who are jerk faces the rest of the year, and if they would just be kind all the time, they'd be happier and wouldn't have to tell me to have Christmas cheer. Because, hey, I'm pretty happy in March.
1: Do you have a Christmas tree up in I'm, March?
2: Well, no, <laughs> but I'm... It's he doesn't no, have good, one up now. I don't have one up now, so... <laughs> so that's not, I mean, why should we be nicer to people closer to Christmas? Why is it different? If it's good to have holiday cheer or the Christmas spirit or to be nicer to people, closer to Christmas, why, why is it not good to be nice to people all the time?
1: Can I
2: have a Kleenex? Yeah, you can have a Kleenex.
1: Okay. Kayla's right. giggling at me, and
2: now I want to know her thoughts.
1: I want to know her thoughts, but are you going to officially open the podcast?
2: Yeah, we're open. This is the Hospitality Authority podcast here at the Leadership Center. I'm Kurt. Miley's here. Michaela's here. Dario. He's here. What's up? Say hello. He's
1: here? <laughs>
2: Dario's here. He's in. He's, he's in, in. his, his office. In his office.
1: He's playing with a painting tool because he's working on a project for January. He's plugged in. December. December? We're doing it in December? Yeah. Rad. December. December. Could be in two days.
2: So I want to know, Michaela, your thoughts on what I just threw out there.
1: I just...
3: It's a really open-ended question.
2: My Here's my official...
3: I have a napkin.
2: Miley shouldn't be allowed <laughs> things with powdered sugar or liquids which are not clear. <laughs> I don't
1: know where it
2: went. So here's my official position Kay. on the Christmas cheer.
1: Fu- Kurt's official position on Christmas cheer is...
2: My, my my, absolute point is I think it is a little silly that there is a vibe that says we should raise our kindness just because of the time of year hmm hmm crickets, mm, crickets.
1: Mm. I'm eating a cookie
2: <laughs> then they are good cookies
1: they are such cookies Mm -hmm. Michaela, what's your thoughts?
3: Well, I try, try, I try, operative word.
1: So you make an effort.
3: I make an effort to be kind year-round.
1: So you effort kindness year-round?
3: Mm-hmm. But I think I try, I don't know why, extra hard around Christmas time.
1: But kindness is kind of a thing you do all the time.
3: I make an effort to... Sometimes
1: I'm not. Sometimes everyone's not. Wow. we just got called out on our lack of kindness. Career. No, 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 no. Everyone,
2: uh, being being kind is very difficult. It's very difficult to be kind all the time. It, it is. It is impossible to be kind all the time. You're correct. Little acts of kindness are actually very easy, but mm-hmm. it is super hard to be kind all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Super hard. So how do you feel about The efforting of kindness during the holidays. Is it real, like Santa, or is it superficial, like leprechauns
2: and sales
1: and sales?
3: (laughs) I think for some it's genuine and real. I think for others, from probably majority, it's superficial.
1: Does it bother you? Do you like? Do you walk through the town and interact with people, and they're like? Happy holidays, Michaela. And you're like, not real.
3: If I know the person and I know how they act, you know, 11 months out of the year, then yeah. If they're different, you know, December 1st to December 25th, then yeah, I know that it's not genuine. It does bother me. I don't, yeah, necessarily like fakeness. It's hard for me to be fake. We know.
2: I I want to play poker with you.
3: (laughs) Hey, I have beaten my brother and my dad at poker. You want to know. I want to play with
2: them, too.
1: You know what? (laughs) Michaela doesn't like fakeness. She wants everyone to be as real, or if not more real, than her eyebrows.
2: Her eyebrows are real. (laughs) Just for for those of you. (laughs) The (laughs) darkness.
1: I was just thinking about that, like... We talk about fakeness, but we both love makeup.
3: But I don't use that to alter my appearance. Like it's not to deceive people of my appearance. It's something that makes me feel better.
2: <laughs> so we've done this podcast. Already. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. Okay, so we're to back to the holiday spirit. No, if
2: you want to know more about makeup, go back in the archives to like July episode, episode three. nine. Is that what it is?
1: Okay. Uh, okay, so holiday spirit. Um, the concept.
2: The concept of.
1: I think it's that whole goodwill thing, though that, you know, has been traditionally throughout the world leveraged in that period between, you know, Christmas or you know, and and New Year's, um, that it's it's kind of a global thing. I don't know if it is anymore, but I mean, when you look at. Back in history and stuff, you know, a lot of times it's kind of like when the Olympics were up, there was cease- there would be ceasefires if there were wars happening because it was a time of goodwill. Um.
2: I've got some problems with the Olympics, too, but that's another podcast. That's a different the podcast.
1: There. Okay. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> holiday spirit.
2: Yeah, I mean, why is there no uh, spirit of kindness?
1: Why is there because no I mean- holiday spice?
2: Flat right, White,
1: said Starbucks. I don't need holiday spirit anymore if Starbucks wrecked it. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I think it's sorta. really
3: easy one, it's a real it's really easy to be a Scrooge all year round, but I think it's extra easy to be a Scrooge around Christmas because especially if you, you know, follow that storyline and you are very materialistic so christmas can cost you a lot of money if you let it like if you really i
1: think that's one thing I, that bothers me is like, that you
3: can like you can let the cost of christmas really get you down and make you become a scrooge
1: although i guess if we're going to think about christmas spirit all year round have you been in a store lately christmas is up in july
2: i don't go to stores
3: hallmark releases their ornaments in july
1: it's crazy I don't know. I think those kind of things make me a little bit of a Debbie Downer on Christmas. Like Christmas, we just had
3: this conversation with team members two days ago, yesterday. Yesterday,
1: yesterday. yeah, when we had the kiddos about Christmas
3: there. and how Derek did not think that Christmas that Christmas was starting too early, <laughs> like by putting up your tree now. Which, mind you, the day after Thanksgiving, I put up my Christmas tree. Because I love to have my Christmas tree up. That's
2: pretty common.
3: I know. And I love my Christmas tree. Oh, her
1: Christmas tree is really adorable. I saw it in person.
3: But I do not believe in Christmas music, Christmas displays, Christmas anything before Thanksgiving. Because I feel like we skip over Halloween and Thanksgiving. Once 4th of July happens, it instantly becomes Christmas in a lot of
1: stores. Well, it's hard because you get 4th of July, but you've got... (coughs) I mean, there's Labor Day and things. I mean, there's some really poignant things that go through on days that are kind of they should be recognized for what they are. Right. Uh, we have a rule at the Leadership Center that unless a client has booked something, we've had a few times where we've had Christmas parties before Thanksgiving, or we've had family Thanksgivings where they do their Christmas card picture. Uh, we've had family reunions who do Christmas card pictures in the summer where we've put trees up, but traditionally, we do not put out any Christmas decorations till after Thanksgiving. Uh, Now a lot of times here we try to get them up right after Thanksgiving just because we have so many rooms to decorate Um, but that doesn't always work. Um, I was excited though that we got the lights up that John Bader played light guy and got up on the roof and got lights up on the peak and get the lights up on the house and uh we get the big christmas tree in the lobby and this year rtc lighting's allowing us to use their trees that we use during the gala during christmas which i think is going to be really pretty um but i'm not a big proponent for christmas before thanksgiving this whole christmas spirit thing i think i i'm starting to agree with kurt a little bit more in regards to if you really look at what the Christmas spirit is, and I suppose we should have Michaela Google what the definition of the Christmas spirit is or the holiday spirit is. I'm just saying
2: it's, it, it's kindness. It's, it's kindness,
1: I know. Um, but kindness should be leveled all year round. It should be given freely. Um, and I know that we spend a lot of time trying to educate on that and to promote that throughout our team and throughout our programs and how we interact with guests and... The messaging in our social media—that kindness should just be something you do. It shouldn't be a designated two, three, four-week period of the year. And man, think about it: if kindness were an action, like if there were an action verb that we did every day, that we partook in every day with each other, how much nicer things would be. I I think things like this call to mind. The fact that our schools have had to start the "Be Kind" campaigns, because we don't harbor that c- spirit in our teachings and in our interactions and our behavior. So I think that's I think you have a reason to be a little, a humbug on that one.
2: No, no I'm not a humbug on it. I'm, I'm, I'm semi anti commercialism. You're semi
1: anti commercialism. <laughs>
2: It's, it's an exploit it's an exploitation of the actual holiday and whatever religion you are the, the holiday of Christmas you know is going to mean different things to you and the commercialization the exploitation increases wow. and exponentially every year and it tries to mask itself as a spirit a spirit of giving, Mm-hmm. and it's really not because you cannot buy kindness you can't give me something do you to suppose that that you're con- it
1: is commercialism and it's also some kind of middle ground to say holiday spirit because we've got Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and uh, Christmas and I apologize because I'm sure I'm forgetting others but then we also have those who don't believe but do like to embody that spirit and um or might not ascribe to a religious belief of the holidays, but do ascribe to the spirit of them. Does that make sense? Probably. So.
2: I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said probably. If something we we all
1: view as universal is actually not universal (laughs) based on perception, how does it affect our attention interactions?
2: (laughs) It's it's ironic you say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't you think?
2: Yeah, um, so here's the deal. I've decided there's no such thing as common knowledge.
1: You've decided.
2: Yeah. That there's,
1: there's no such thing as common knowledge. Right.
2: So when, even when I pose the question, is the Chris, is Christmas spirit kind of a silly thing when you should just be kind all the time? That concept of Christmas spirit. You even suggested that Michaela Google it.
3: I did. There's scientific mumbo right. jumbo. So when I say is there? A, I closed it out. The Scientific American had this whole analysis on Christmas. Right. So if I say why this time of year specifically? Why it's this more time important. of year
2: specifically? It's more important. So, yes. th- and I'm guessing the scientists are going to have to. They're going to say something about day length in the northern hemisphere. Aren't yeah, they, they talked about the they day are. length.
3: They talked about is the end of harvest and people are looking for warmth and comfort because it gets dark quicker. But they did emphasize that this should be practiced year round, not just at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. But their their beliefs, their findings, yeah, come from Scrooge, and what Scrooge went through with the three ghosts, and those are the what comprise Christmas spirit.
2: Which is a lot of anecdotal data, not empirical, concrete data, right? And back to what Miley was saying about the universality of things that aren't universal. There you go. Because we, we haven't defined what
3: and we all And they mentioned mean. that people act different ways in different parts of the world.
1: Does it say, though, that it's kind of this time of the year everywhere? It not, I didn't, my
3: skimming, and didn't see that.
2: Well, if you look at day length, then uh, it's just northern hemisphere. And it did or- specifically
3: the... say northern hemisphere, though. <laughs> I saw
2: that. <laughs> if you live on the equator,
3: what is what is Dario Diaz's opinions,
1: Mister Diaz?
2: <laughs> We're on a mission. What do you think of uh, the? Christmas spirit or a holiday cheer the concept of that
0: what, what
2: what do you think of the Christmas spirit or me, I'll be robust? <laughs> <laughs> it's he's so popular
1: <laughs> every time we want to ask a question well
2: so the point the point of non-universal universals those concepts you have to agree on a definition
1: so what definition are we agreeing on for holiday spirit?
2: Well, we haven't really. I, I just don't think you can agree on one. So that is one thing that everybody kindness thinks all. is universal. Okay, kindness towards all.
1: So we're going to agree that the holiday spirit, which should be embodied all year round per the scientists and Kurt Wissenberg, mm-hmm. is kindness towards all. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Like, can we have a motion The way that I
3: view, I guess, Christmas cheer... The way that I view life, though, is with the golden rule. And it's treat others that you ain't... Treat others the way that you want to be treated, Mm. right? And I just amplify that at Christmas time or the holiday season.
2: And even the golden rule, though, is different for everyone because everyone interprets how they want to be treated differently.
3: I know. So to me, I just amplify the way that I wish people would treat me during the holidays or try to. That's what it means to Mm -hmm.
2: me.
1: But again like you said it's not universal but kindness is correct is kindness a universal truth
3: but everyone has a different degree of what kindness means like to someone saying hi would be kind to others them handing out food or you know giving them a coat would be kind but not to
1: everybody
2: free hugs no thank you (laughs)
1: So, when we did the zipline at the Grand Canyon West a few weeks ago in Arizona. The Grand Canyon
2: in Arizona? Yeah. That one? That Grand Canyon. And that
1: one. You know what, (laughs) Kurt?
2: Just double checking it wasn't the one in Vermont.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not the Grand Canyon. Oh. Anyhow, when we were there in Arizona at the Grand Canyon (laughs) going to go ziplining... I gave Michaela a hug, and then I also told her that I loved her, and I told her I meant it.
2: Yeah, but you thought you were gonna die.
1: I didn't think I was gonna die. Well, the sound—I could, ma- could, but I wanted to make sure she knew that. But before I go on my tangent, we've got to ask Dario Diaz that question again.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. Kurt, what's the well, question? What do you think of the holiday spirit or Christmas cheer or that general? Just
0: any spirit or any holiday?
2: No. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Spirit?
0: Yeah. I think they, I think, people misunderstand spirit to atmosphere. It's more Christmas atmosphere. Atmosphere. The Christmas spirit. Oh. This You're welcome. Is
1: why we need you?
0: Ambiance. Yeah, because necessarily spirit. I mean, you go to Walmart. I don't know if I can say brands, but if you go to a. Uh, a store and you'll see their decorations in September you know what I mean
1: yeah we were just discussing how Christmas so comes that, out in July now so there for is commercialism no, there's no
0: such a thing as a uh, you don't feel like oh there is a oh I can feel it you're like nah not yet dude oh, Christmas it's 95 music. degrees outside yeah. oh Christmas music <laughs> So it's like, we're not ready for this. So actually Christmas decorations or any lights or anything, it doesn't bring any atmosphere or spirit, if you want to call it that way. It's until you know that uh, nostalgia or because, you know, the real meaning of Christmas, in this case, now we have to say holiday Mm -hmm. so we
2: don't offend. We don't have to. Well, we s- everybody says holidays. Some some people uh, make a the choice The
3: TLC Christmas card refuses says, to say holidays.
1: It, it says, says Merry we Christmas just, and Happy
0: New Year. Know, but uh, how many people are really like excited? Now, I'm excited because you know, it's, I don't know. Always since I was little, I always loved Christmas. Now I should clarify. In Mexico, we don't have Santa. There's no gifts on Christmas. So we're not, like, expecting.
1: You don't put out cookies and milk? No. You no. don't put shoes out so they can put fruit? No. No. What, will you tell us about Christmas in Mexico? I don't know where that's
0: from. Uh, well, Christmas, France. we do. See, I wish it was Mexico. Because the tradition is we celebra- celebrate from uh december 12th all the way to the 24th and it's like or like two weeks or whatever uh, we call it posadas which is a traditional christmas party so people from let's say a street completely streets in small towns or s- neighborhoods they will close their street and they will um go caroling home to home in you know, all the street the streets is closed there'll be food everybody has food in their own houses so if you walk along the street and you come back you know everybody has food in their house so there'll be p- pinatas in the middle of the street to for the kids so this happens in a different neighborhood in a different street for 12 days
1: that's amazing until Christmas Eve so it's a community celebration.
0: And, and yeah, like for example, in my hometown, there be, you can hear, you know, there's a dance, there's music, there's all food. And so people will kind of try to find out where this is at. Now, there's, I don't go that deep, but not everybody celebrates this. But it's actually pretty cool. Now, you come over here to the United States and there's, you know, no posadas there is no previous huge party before Christmas which is kind of different so now there's individual ones not community ones so yeah it's like your job you know or your work or Or
3: friends some
2: friends do Christmas parties but
0: there is no now that is the real Christmas spirit because you can actually sense it like is there? You can actually like, dude. There, there is a party. There is ponche, which is a tea. There is piñatas.
1: I would love it if we had piñatas. I think you
3: should start up caroling there, Dario.
0: What I did actually when we moved to our house, uh, we actually we had a we hosted a posada in my house. So all the neighbors around my house they came to my house and have food, and then we had a piñata. <sighs>
1: Can we can we do this again? Can we text Mrs. Diaz and ask her if we can have a Posadas at the, the Diaz? I don't know
0: if we have the time to do that. But anyway, to to answer your question, there is no such a thing uh, as a, as a um, spirit. And you know, the thing is that all these movies, new movies, they try to portray like everybody is... Forgetting or about Christmas or the reason or whatever. So the only thing that fuels Santa's uh, vehicle of transportation is the spirit of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So now everybody's. was in uh,
2: that one movie? Elf.
0: Elf. Elf. And, <coughs> and, and there's another movie. In there was another one, Netflix though, too.
2: Remember when like Tim Allen
1: was Santa Claus? Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, and
2: I'm thinking about I love that one even before moment. him that I think was
1: So, last year, we had an exchange student. We had Owen from the Netherlands, and he had never, ever exchanged presents on the 24th or the 25th. And traditionally in our house, because we've hosted so many exchange students, I always think it's weird that we would have Christmas Day on the 25th because they do Christmas on the 24th. And uh, so Owen was saying, though, that there's this sleigh that... Uh, Santa, or I forget what they call him, Comes from Spain, and he comes with uh, a big gifts for the children, and he goes through all of Denmark, through all the different um, areas, and not Denmark, the Netherlands, and delivers. So everyone has their gifts by like the sixth of December, which I think is technically Saint Nick's Day. Um, I'm not quite sure. Anyway, but I thought it was really unique because he's like, I have never opened presents on the twenty fourth. He's like, we've had dinner as a family, but never ever open presents then. Oh, okay. That was interesting. Uh, now John's family, they celebrated St. Nick's Day and that's when they'd get a present and then they would have dinner on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with their families, but there wasn't really presents. Um, so I think that's... I, I think it's kinda interesting. I don't know. I loved Christmas when I was growing up because my grandma would make oyster stew on Christmas Eve and we would all go to Mass. Well, we'd all go to Grandma's for stew, and then we'd go to Mass for candlelit service. And we'd come home, and we'd all have a sleepover at Grandma and Grandpa's, and we'd get up. And Grandpa would go to church, and we'd go to church, and we'd have Christmas dinner around the table, and my grandma would play the organ, and we'd dance, and it was just great. Eat really good but food. But for the most
2: part, when when I think of, you know, family traditions around Mm -hmm. christmas it started with christmas and then the family gathering comes and then the tradition follows
1: maybe right maybe well
2: i mean there's no way that it doesn't right Mm -hmm. that's why
1: so i do think that's why families get together at
2: christmas because it's religious based Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it's a religious based holiday but now where are we now So every family has different traditions.
3: Traditions. Mm -hmm. Like my family, we always go to a Christmas Eve service. Always. And this year, because we always have, a lot of churches do their children's Christmas Eve programs before Christmas Eve. And my church has always done it on Christmas Eve. And so that's what we do. We go to Christmas Eve service. We watch the little kids program, tell the story of Jesus' birth. And then we go home, and we have our own traditions that we do that night. This year it was almost threatened because we only have, like, two kids in our Sunday school, which Brooks is going to be the star, everyone. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, but it is it is something that I've done my entire life, and it's something I look forward to. Like, I love going to the little kids program and watching four- and five-year-olds <laughs> sing sing little town de- of bethlehem or you know try and like be
1: merry and the ruffle butt <laughs> tights that you always end up seeing and yeah that's always fun i
3: mean it used to be a really little elaborate
1: book for next year
3: um a really elaborate program it's changed over the years but it's Thank something you. that i just love and look so forward to and i'm i'm sad for the day where we don't have as an a, send- a Christmas Eve service and we have to figure out what we're gonna
1: do with our family it's interesting because we had used to have really really strong traditions uh, but when my grandma and grandpa got older and all the kids started moving away and stuff those things changed and they slowly moved to my parents house but one of the traditions that started when I was in college or when John and I got married I think um, we my we had a name drawing for one of the sides of Christmas and we got my uncle Rodney and my Aunt Naomi, and they wanted a pancake griddle. So we wrapped their present, and we're we're like, well, I'm so excited to give you your present. By the way, we'll be at your house tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock for breakfast. And she's like, why? Because? 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 She opens up the griddle, and she realizes what we're talking about. She's like, well, I'll make you breakfast, but it'll be at 9. That tradition, which would have been like the 26th or 27th that year, moved to being Christmas Eve in the morning between our two families, And we always make brunch, and then we do things called reindeer games. And they get sillier and sillier every single year. You never know what they're going to be because my aunt usually figures it out or me and my aunt work together. But it'll be things like, I don't know, decorate a tree blindfolded or with oven mitts or whatever. Just lots of fun games. We've done all kinds of things. But all of us kids now are pretty much almost all of us are grown up and we're married and some of us have children. But it's the one thing that throughout the entire year, we sit there, we'll text each other, we'll message each other, going, okay, I cannot wait till Christmas. We have reindeer games. Who's doing what, you know, who's who's going to lead the meal this year? Who's going to lead the games? And Who's Rudolph? Rudolph's not always there. But one year, one person had to dress up as Rudolph.
2: I'll I think remember. some people think that Rudolph is always pulling a sleigh. He doesn't. It's he only he does when it's foggy. When it's foggy. And you wow. listen to the song.
0: Well... Hopefully
2: it's always Th- then years. there's
1: uh, like other traditions with my mom that started when I went to college. That on Christmas Eve, her and I watch Bells of St. Marys and White Christmas while we prep everything for under the tree. But my family's gone away from gifts because I don't think we need anything. It's just spending time together, and because we live all over the country, getting to be able to be together for a couple of days. I
0: need a new TV. So the
1: treat. What.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but see, okay, what you're talking about is just tradition.
3: Black now. Friday mm-hmm. shopping.
2: So those traditions, they could happen any at time, any time right. of the year. And so I'm I'm not sure that it qualifies. Is what I'm talking about.
1: It might not. Because the, what, what if you I you don't s- understand okay. what you're talking about?
2: Well, okay. because it's not a universal truth. What I'm talking about. It's not common knowledge.
1: Our our wisdom just walked out the door. Yeah.
2: I'm
0: still here, guys.
1: I wish you come be a part of the podcast. Permanently. We miss you. A lot. He's
2: got things to do.
0: Maybe.
1: He can move his laptop in
2: here <laughs> and paint and talk.
3: Do you know how many times I work while on the <clears throat> podcast?
2: So, okay, let's get to the deep root of why this bothers me. Okay. Christmas does start really early, and people do start. This The stores are full of Christmas stuff in October or, or sooner, and it bothers me that it's it's so commercial and people want to try to replace being a decent person by just buying something Mm -hmm. for someone and then that obligation causes stress and i don't know what the data is but there's more there's more suicides around the holidays
3: yeah there's pressure because of the
2: holidays and, and that pressure gets felt now i don't necessarily feel that pressure because but i used to I used to feel it, but, you know, you try to sort that stuff out.
3: I I think a lot of loneliness comes around the holidays, too. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're single. Because everybody has their families and they're doing things. They're going Christmas shopping. They're doing this with their family, doing that with your family. And if you don't have a family or you don't have a significant other and you're just by yourself... You can, you maybe get asked to join in with other people, but then you can feel like the third wheel, you can feel like you're the charity case. Would say that feeling's on you. It is, (laughs) but it is a very true reality if you are a single person around the holidays, and you wake up on Christmas morning by yourself, because you have no other choice, and everyone else is opening presents with their families, and you are back at home watching a movie or Mm -hmm. whatever like that loneliness is there and I think part of the Christmas spirit is um is a sense of community and a sense of family and when you don't have one to go home to every night that can get pretty hard on you
1: I think it also comes to like John and I aren't from here and so things like Thanksgiving
2: Earth? What? (laughs) What?
1: From this from this town, I can't talk about it. I'm in a program. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I kind of know what you mean in the fact of when you your work takes you to a place where maybe you don't live by your family. Uh, John and I um, have been very very blessed in the communities that we've lived in to build our own communities, and we've had people that we've spent Christmas with or Thanksgiving and Easter with, and. It's interesting now that we live here, and every once in a while we have time to go away for a holiday. Uh, We, at some point, made the decision that the only holiday we go back home for is Christmas. And it's with my family, um, because we made some agreement before we got married. But anyway, uh, because we feel a pull towards the family and the community that we built, and so we spend Easter with some friends that we've spent Easter with, so many times over the years that kind of understood where we were coming from and not being from here, or we go back to Michigan to spend that holiday with the people that we used to spend it with, because there's a sense of community and family. Um, But I I can't understand that. Um, I remember mine and John's first Christmas. uh, It was was really different for us in the fact that we didn't buy a Christmas tree. We decorated the ficus, because we weren't going to spend a lot of money on a tree. We baked all the Christmas cookies for both sides of our family, but we spent... 24 hours, maybe 36 with John's family. We spent 24 hours, maybe 36 with my family and we spent 72 hours probably on the road driving. Mm -hmm. And at some point John and I were like, this is, this is not Christmas cannot be this or Easter cannot be this or just, it can't be that. Mm -hmm. So I, I like the traditions we've started, um, but it comes back down to tradition. So, but <coughs> on the note of holiday spirit or kindness, one of the things that we've tried to do in our home is during those holiday times that we're home or even when we go back to my family is if we know that there's people who aren't spending the holidays with someone, we've invited them to our home or we've taken them back to Minnesota. Almost every single year we've had somebody that isn't has spent Christmas with my family that isn't. You know, hasn't been able to spend it with their family. Um, and we've tried to do that because I think that's important. Um,
3: and I mean, like, getting involved or having other people involved, mm-hmm. it does lessen loneliness. But that's a hard feeling mm-hmm. to try and get rid of. Mm-hmm. Even And and so people, I think that's probably why suicide are not that alone. But it's a big factor. yeah in why suicide is higher on the holidays, because holidays I mean, are generally you're spending time with your family. That's what the holidays mean. That's what society has placed it as too. And if you don't have a family or you don't haven't created your own version of family, um, and you are depressed or upset, whatever it does make it harder. But I have a question. Do you think because Salvation Army comes out to do they have their bells around Thanksgiving and then he comes up the food.
1: day after Thanksgiving
3: <laughs> and um uh do you think that should be out year-round and not just holidays or do you think mm. should that just be specifically Christmas
2: it's too bad that they can't um <coughs> raise money without the holiday traffic
3: do you think that they play on the Christmas Spirit, Christmas cheer. Oh yeah, a lot of charities do. to get more they, money at, at they that They take time.
2: advantage of the fact that people are more giving during Christmas. And we should all be more giving year-round. And we should all be more giving year-round. I, this, I hate to say this though, people also in December have gotten that note from their accountant that says, listen, you can give X amount of dollars. So I think some organizations may take advantage of tax
1: I don't know that that's going to be such a thing anymore though with the new taxation changes
2: but it has been up till
1: up until now but yeah,
2: for after years. this
1: year it's not I mean after this year <laughs> nonprofits like ours and the Edgerton and I mean we're gonna have to really 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 capitalize on merit because taxes aren't going to help us at all
2: separate podcasts
1: Separate co- podcast, but hashtag text Probably so that theft. should be my
2: personal podcast. Too. <laughs> we shouldn't do that one. No, we
1: maybe year. shouldn't. <laughs> you know, if we look at kindness, though, in spirit, um, I think it's kind of exciting the direction that we as a business, um, both in education and just as a business as a whole and how we interact with our team, have tried to really encourage kindness and that spirit of kindness, all the time. Um, I think that's, maybe that's our way of combating seasonal kindness. Not combating, but encouraging the season to be longer. I don't know.
2: (laughs) I I can't, I can't, I can't say that I agree or disagree with that. Because, okay, so... Are we trying to be leaders or managers? I always go back to that in my little notebook here. Mm -hmm. Are we leading? Are we managing? So, shouldn't you just be nice to people? Just because you should be nice to people? Yeah. Whether it's advantageous within your company or.
1: Absolutely. 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 But we've made that a priority in saying that, look, humankind isn't always kind, but here we are going to be. that be leading. That'd be what? That would be leading.
2: That would be leading?
1: Mm-hmm. So then the question is leaders or servants?
2: <laughs> right. Servant leadership. It's probably another podcast. Probably. <coughs> Maybe we get to the point where we start just saying it. Holiday cheer, Christmas spirit. It's a thing,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but it's overdone. It's overemphasized. And people really need to remind themselves what is actually important. And I think a lot of people do this after the holidays. They sit back and they say, okay, what was actually important? Was it the cool toy that the kids got that now they're playing with the box? And, or you look back and say, or did the kids around christmas time have more fun just playing with their cousins that they don't see maybe twice a year
1: well
3: you can also i mean parlay that into resolutions and the resolutions that people make every year and the ones that they actually stick to because those are the ones that actually mean something and are important to them do you do new year's resolutions not really i don't yes you do i just said not really
2: i do april 17th resolutions no, I'm, I don't. But, I mean, it's arbitrary.
1: I do January, or June 4th resolution. I do, actually. Okay. We do. Uh, that's my anniversary, like, and we always go over, and we reevaluate what we love. You know, we talk about our year, and what we loved, and what we hope the next year's going to be.
3: I, like, say what I hope to happen, and, but I don't, like, I used to, like, be like, I'm going to start working out, and I'm going to lose weight. I mean, I was one of those people, but now that's just become part of my life a lifestyle change that I decided to make and needed to make so that isn't a resolution because I'm gonna stick to that for the rest of my life otherwise like I make a I make a vision board I started that last year and I will make another vision board because nothing came true
1: <laughs> well, I don't know that I don't want to sell a board uh, I yeah. My mom said I was too goal oriented to ever make resolutions because I make goals and then when I accomplish that goal, I make a new goal. And I'm not gonna wait till January first to do that. So
3: <laughs> I did I enjoyed the vision board process though. Mm. So that's something I'm gonna stick to yearly. I don't remember when I made mine. It was not January though. I think it was like March or April. But. I had that out for the majority of my year, so if you came to my house, you saw it, because I had it out. It's on a chair in the corner of our
1: dining room. It was. You saw it right when you walked in the door.
3: It's now in my closet. You couldn't
1: not see it, actually, when it was out, which is good, because that's the point. It's a giant foam core (laughs) board. We do vision boards in
2: our... January runs an arbitrary day. Mm -hmm. It's it's very... It's arbitrary, because it's just... It's just another day. It is. Just like... Christmas, or not Christmas, but December 25th is just another day. Because if so we I took th- back
1: the history, Jesus wasn't born then.
2: Well, and that's why I said, corrected myself and said, not Christmas, but December 25th. Was it? Just a day on a calendar, arbitrary day. And So when I think back to, because I go through the same thing. You go through, wake up in the morning on December 25th. Okay, it's just me. Yeah, and I yeah. may or may not see my kids on that day. But I don't see my kids every day anyway. So it's just, to me, it's kind of arbitrary. I have to treat it as such. Otherwise, it's very sad.
3: It is. Because you think of, like, like, I think of my brother and my sister-in-law who are with my nephews. And they're opening presents. And they're eating breakfast. And they're sitting and playing toys. And granted, I know that it's complete chaos because I get the Snapchat videos. And my brother's super annoyed because Brooks wants to open a thousand piece Legos or whatever. Duh, well, why'd you get them? <laughs> yeah, but like, but it's like the thought of waking up to that kids being happy, or you know, like to that camaraderie and that joy, and you're you're hanging out, and you're with your coffee, watching Christmas movie or the Yule Log. That's what I watched last year. So
1: I've never had that on Christmas because Christmas I either stayed at my brother and sister in laws or I was at home. I do understand that for Thanksgiving, e- and Easter, um, and for my families, when growing up, Thanksgiving and Easter were very, very big family-oriented holidays. Um, and so I understood that because I, in college, I worked and I was happy to work. And I'm
3: now creating my own traditions by myself.
1: And that I think is important. Um, so I
3: have my tr- my I have my Halloween tradition. I do by myself. Once my trick or treaters are gone, I watch Hocus yeah. Pocus with and a glass of wine.
2: Just one glass.
3: Just one g- well it maybe not be wine.
1: Unless it's a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it Sunday but fun day then. But it could be I, <laughs> I mean, will a well. drink.
3: I an adult beverage of choice. And then I usually have a cup of coffee and I watch a Christmas movie the day of Christmas or I work out. Like this year I'll probably work out because it's I would, tuesday right Mm -hmm.
2: so i'll probably work out in the morning because it's a tuesday (laughs) it is a tuesday and my workout
1: schedule is i work out on tuesdays so but if you look at traditions you know my family one of the things that we do is we go to michaela's house for trick-or-treating and i we don't actually trick-or-treat we go to michaela's house we go to April's house and we you go to Cal's to, you house. You went to
3: my neighborhood this, this year, This year
1: we went to Michaela's neighborhood because April wasn't going to be there and Cal wasn't home. We used to go to the Diazes, but the Diazes have a little boy and they go out. So a lot of times we just, we'll see them around, but we that our tradition is we go to Michaela's house. <laughs> we usually go to April's house and Cal's house and we get tacos. We don't trick-or-treat. We don't do the streets, um. I usually
3: order pizza for Halloween, (laughs) but I didn't. But I
1: love going to Michaela's house because it's really fun to to see her. And I, Cal and Sarah, love seeing them. I think they give my son too much candy. April, uh, love seeing her and her husband. When we go to the Diaz's, that was always fun because Sarah really gets into Halloween and it's a great time. Um, Thanksgiving, we've started our own tradition. We We go run a half marathon and then we do Village Inn. And then we have Thanksgiving at night with our family, but it's our family, and we do things like we make hand turkeys every year. And this year we weren't home for Thanksgiving because we decided to spend it with Rita. So the next day we made Thanksgiving dinner and we made hand turkeys, and it was great. Um, so some of that stuff I get, and I do get what you're saying though. Is if you have to think about it as a Tuesday, so that it. But it is. Yeah, it is. Do you have any? It's not though?
2: hard for me though. To think of it, just as a Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So.
2: Maybe it used to not be. I think my easy, first Christmas
3: now. on my own, like my first Christmas on my own, was hard. After I moved out of my parents' house, and I was, and they were together, Brett and Aaron together, and I was by myself. Like I just had Frankie.
2: He's. Frankie's a cat. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Frankie's my cat. Frankie's awesome.
2: No, he's not. <laughs> yes, Another he podcast. <laughs>
3: Another do you episode. have
1: any traditions
0: that you guys do yeah, for do Christmas do? or Thanksgiving? Y- for Christmas traditions? Or Thanksgiving, yeah. We, what do we do?
1: Sarah makes really good Christmas cookies.
0: They make hundreds and hundreds of cookies. Oh, they're they awesome. Delivered deliver to uh, people around the neighborhood and our old neighborhood here in Aurora and then on Christmas Eve we all get gathered together in our house and we have an exchange $35 gift and then in Christmas morning open big packages with snowboards.
1: That was this year. Santa,
2: Santa. 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 Santa brought
0: a really cool snowboard for you. And then we will, Sarah will make a little breakfast and then we eat cookies and we normally get a, uh, I don't know what kind of Italian bread they always send. So we'll eat Italian bread and coffee or tea, or eggnog. You have a lot of options in your tradition. No, it's a little
1: eating. So, you know, our house, we don't do Christmas until New Year's Eve. Yeah, because you're not here. Mm-hmm. So, I actually, we don't have the tradition of Santa in our house. Not because I'm anti-Santa. We celebrate on Christmas Eve.
2: Well, you're going to stay on the naughty list with that attitude.
1: I'll tell you, Santa has been really nice the last few years, and he's dropped a present from his grandparents in Wisconsin off at the grandparents in Minnesota's house. They'll so Ch- do that. Chaz I mean, and he leaves a note. Just like you, really met. nice. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. It's very, very handy. Um, the great thing about not doing Christmas at our house, though, like that, and knowing that my parents don't do a lot of gifts or anything, is that Chaz gets to grow up with experiences and memories versus us hauling home boxes and boxes of toys. It doesn't mean, and I appreciate that. A lot. Because I didn't grow up with that kind of stuff, so... I like that it's mostly memories and it's experiences and it's time with people.
3: I love getting to watch my nephew's open presents now.
1: Because Brooks now gets into
3: it. Reed is kind of at the careless stage, but Brooks, like... He's really into opening presents and helping, and it's fun to watch him get excited about stuff.
1: One year we were watching kids open presents... And they were opening and they weren't even paying attention to what they were getting. They just wanted to open up. The ne- it was like a dopamine rush. Yeah, we open up another thing. Another it. thing. Move on. And I just remember saying to my mom, next year, and from then on out, we are not doing presents. We don't get to see each other enough. We're not doing presents.
3: We don't really do presents. And we stopped.
1: And I love it. And I, I absolutely love it.
3: I get, like, two things. My grandma will, like, compile something from around her house or the thrift shop or whatever into a bag or the dollar store. And then, um, that's the only present I usually get at my grandma's Christmas. Like, we don't really do presents there. We never really, I mean, we used to kind of, but not really. We just go and we gather and we eat. We usually, we've had soup the last few years we've done chicken noodle and taco soup usually and we just hang out as a family. One year
2: my Aunt Bethany wrapped up her damn cat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like in Christmas vacation?
1: I still think Dario needs to be Cousin Eddie. Oh, he does!
0: <laughs> I try, but...
1: One year my mom wrapped up a piece for a tractor for my stepdad and it didn't work because she had bought something else and he had to go find it. And my brother got a new mattress, so she wrapped up, like, a crib mattress, and then he had to go find it. And that year, we went looking for things. It so, was kind of fun.
3: One year, we <laughs> came home, I remember, we came home from the orthodontist, and the UPS guy had dropped off a present in a package, which was one of my presents, in the garage. And so we're pulling into the garage, and was this. I got a keyboard. And... Um, pull in and I see this giant keyboard box leaning up against the wall of the garage. And I was like, Oh, and I was all excited. And my mom's like, that's not for you. She's pretending, right? She's pretending. And when it comes to Christmas and we're opening up presents and she brings up the presents that she's hid and whatever, I'm opening up presents and I know the keyboard's not here and I get done opening presents and we all get done opening presents. I'm like, I'm missing something. And my mom's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I was like, No, I'm missing something. And then all of a sudden, she disappears. and Comes back out with this keyboard. She's like, I'm So mad at the UPS driver. This was
1: supposed to be. A surprise.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: that I love. Had that I ever said I'm missing something, my mom would have probably returned all my presents because she would have thought I went through the closets. <laughs> and I was like, I loved did that you? keyboard so much. I did one year. You got caught. Yes. <laughs> But I didn't get caught in the motion. Like, my mom just knew that some... She, she tell when you're
2: open and stuff. She, so oh, we used to I'm live sorry. in this house
1: in Pennock, Minnesota. And my mom hid, for what it was, but she hid something in a closet in the bathroom that was also the laundry room. We had this big whatever. And, and I remember, I don't even think I was looking for that. I was looking for something else, and I found it. I was like, <gasps> like, it was so great. But I didn't put it back exactly right and cover it up exactly. So she did. She took it back. <laughs> I didn't get it.
3: <laughs> so this is this is me. This is like quintessentially me. I did it once. My brother had bought me a present from American Eagle, and it was in a clothing box, and I knew, and so I was like shaking the package, and I was just, I was too damn curious, and I popped open the box, and I looked in and saw what it was. I went immediately to tell my mom that I opened the present, because I felt so guilty. <laughs> told on yourself i told on myself because i felt so guilty that i had opened a present before christmas that's the only time i've ever snuck a package ever i've never like and i felt guiltier than freaking i told my brother then i was like i'm so sorry i opened the package
1: before <laughs> <laughs> i think last year was the first year that i hadn't guessed what john bought me like unintentionally the I first. was getting a
3: text message from John Baker. What does Miley want <laughs> for Christmas?
1: No, so what, our what very, palette.
3: Does she want from
1: Tarte? Like, <laughs> I don't want one this year. Uh no. no, our very first Christmas together. He's like, all of a sudden it just came to him. He's like, oh, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. And we're driving down the road, going to speak in an event. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever And the I'm like, driving. I'm like, you're totally getting me a giant post it note, aren't you? And he's like, I. I I didn't even say anything. One of my favorite gifts ever. Giant post-it notepads.
2: Perfect. They are handy.
1: Awesome. They're awesome. Best Christmas present ever. Loved it.
2: I'm going to ask my mother where she hid things because I looked. I don't think I ever found anything (laughs) when I was a kid.
3: Well, There's a lot of hiding spots in our house. So. Yeah, yeah but as a
2: kid, spots. you know most of the places. I
3: never looked. Bl- I, li- I, honest to goodness, never looked for Christmas presents. Ever.
2: Where do you think they were? You
3: did. No, I really never well, did. My mom but where would hide them back, where in
2: where do you the, think they were?
3: But my mom would bring them out from downstairs. So I know oh. at some point Sorry. they oh, no. <laughs> they were down in her framing room. But also like, you live on a farm though. I live on a farm. Places, but the thing is, is like Santa always came to our house Christmas Eve, and so when we went to church, my mom would always be
2: last one out the house.
3: Yes, and I didn't pick up on it until like the very end of end of it. Why mom would be the last one out of the house? You're like
2: fourteen before you catch on.
3: (laughs) No, like (laughs) (laughs) ten. I was ten. She hasn't caught on I yet. And I didn't even then realize it, it right now. It, no, I literally—it was just like a few years ago. It dawned on me, like mom was getting the presents out, and I didn't even realize it. I'd come home and Santa had been there, and the milk was gone, and there was a bite in the cookie. Like whatever, I was so. Your mom right. came
2: out of the car, wiping <laughs> <What>? cookie <laughs> crumbs from her mouth.
3: No, she never didn't did get it. She never did. But I, and my brother was just like.
2: Mom, why do you have Fred's, a milk? I mustache? mean,
3: bread's eight years older than me. She would dump S- it down the.
1: Santa street. brought my brother a dog one year. My brother Jacob, a dog in a sixty-pound bag of horse food because he was testing the waters. He said to my mom, "He's like, well, if Santa's real, he'll bring me a sixty-pound bag of horse food." I was like, "It doesn't come in a sixty-pound bag. Like that's that's not a thing." So we left church early and went and picked this dog up in middle of and hid it in the dog crate with my Great Dane. And my mom, lucky her, works for an elevator. And they made, and she made sure it weighed 60
2: custom bag. A yeah. custom
1: bag.
0: Like an elevator like a, in a building? Or like a, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she just went and pushed 6'4". Okay. <laughs> ding, <Yes>. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> there's such a thing. Uh, I know. genius. there's,
0: there's um, more men
1: for elevators, yes. You know, when I was, when I, was I think... Five. We lived in an apartment in Candy High, Minnesota, and um, it was just a two-bedroom apartment. And uh, we didn't have a tree or anything. And we were at my grandparents', and my dad had come home for this Christmas. And we had gotten sleeping bags, and all the kids, each set of the, each family, got a folding table, a little kid's folding table with chairs. Anyway, when we went back to our house. Somebody had come in our house and put up a Christmas tree and had decorated it. And there was a gift for my mom and for my brother and for me underneath there. And I, to this day, have no idea who ever did that. But I just, that was probably, that's the Christmas spirit in a lot of ways, I think. Like, I to this day, have no idea who did it. And it wasn't my mom. So I remember my mom being a little bit heartbroken that we might not have a tree. And um, my mom loved, she loved decorating trees, so anyway uh yeah i remember that i just thought of that it's kind of a sweet thing
2: if i go home saturday and somebody put a tree up in my house and smiling no i'm i'm hunting for who did that they're not allowed in
1: my tree's up and ready um i put a it tree. it randomly flashes <laughs> <laughs> let me see i would have to break in through the dryer vent for somebody gonna fire your house
2: <laughs> yeah that's a good so point a corner lot corner
1: lot i almost got the keys to
3: so the shed about in plymouth so
2: there you got mirror down it's
3: got a front porch because he sits on it and he takes pictures he does
1: um i almost <laughs> there's I, no grass in i the wanted to mow his lawn i wanted to mow his lawn so yes. i told him that i was gonna take up meditating and yoga in his garden shed and he was really legitimately gonna give me a key and then he was like before I give you a key, you better tell me what exactly you're actually doing. And then he was like, I will mow my lawn. And I was like, but I wanted to do that for you because you hate mowing lawn and you work really hard, and I just thought that would be one thing we could take off your list. He didn't let me do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm that be fairly serious. certain I'm not breaking into his house to put up a Christmas tree. No, but train. I bet you we could find it. Oh, I bet you you and I could absolutely well, find it. Know. you
2: know what my pickup looks like. Right. I haven't seen
1: it in a long time yeah, but I but think I could figure it yeah. out. Yeah, it's a bomb. I know what your neighbor's house looks like cuz one time you sent a snapshot <laughs> and across the street or was it next
2: Also I hate to say that you could check my personal file. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's do that. I
1: hate finding keys to do that, so I won't be doing that. <laughs> that's not as fun as sleuthing it out. There's only
2: 400 people in the town, so I'm um,
1: pretty Oh, you know what? His past student you know, I is a postmaster in the post office at Plymouth. So we could ask her.
2: Actually, she got transferred to Beatrice.
1: Oh, uh, well, I out, have though. Kate I have sleuthing. I girls. have Kate's phone number. Mm-hmm. And Kate's brother well, I have Kate's brother's phone. He knows Burke. Mm-hmm. Whistlers.
2: He, you would be surprised though. He would not be so quick to tell you. <coughs> he would, he would be concerned for my safety. He's no, not just gonna really because
1: he was willing to go mow your lawn for me.
2: Yeah, but did he tell you where I lived? That's two different things. He already yeah. knew. See,
1: he asked me if I was going to meet him there, <laughs> or if I was going to mail him the key.
2: This is ridiculous. Off the rails. <laughs> are off tangent. the rails. Tangent of a tangent.
1: Okay, so I'm excited that the Leadership Center is looking a little bit like Christmas.
0: <laughs> we found baby Jesus this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did.
2: Somebody found Jesus this morning.
0: And Mary. <laughs>
2: is not Joseph. No, Joseph no left Joseph. the
1: party. No, he left the party a couple years ago. Really
2: think about it. In the story, the Christmas story joseph wasn't that needed what did he do lead a donkey
0: well, yeah. he took let's it talk a...
2: about that a little i mean that's well, his can role I, right I
0: can, can we do a little uh little pause here okay uh, so some of some of my friends are texting me and i said i'm gonna when i'm meeting oh he's videotaping I, this oh this my gosh meeting. so one of my friends said I have to do this again.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, one of your friends said... We're trying to
2: go live during the podcast. Yeah, we're on, Dario's on the phone. phone. <laughs> 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 Let's
1: see if this goes better.
2: <laughs> got
0: anyway, so I'm talking with my friends, and they were texting me a text back, and I sent a, a little video of what we were doing, because I said, I'm on a meeting, and they're like, what meeting? So I said, I'm on a meeting. And a friend of mine uh, was interested in my K <laughs> <laughs>
2: You no, know, who wouldn't be? Yeah, I mean, who so, wouldn't be?
0: His name is Oscar.
1: Well, that's a great name.
0: So, can you say something to Oscar? Hey,
1: hey Oscar. Hi, Oscar. <laughs> can you say police, Navidad? No. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, Oscar, I'm going to put her phone number down on a piece of paper and just hold it here for you.
2: Oh, I can give. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah.
1: say
3: I mean Dario's
1: phone.
2: Yeah, Dario's, Dario's got her number. So, yeah, anyway,
3: thank you guys. That's why it's just (laughs) angled right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! I love the fact that on almost every episode of this podcast, we have managed to talk about Michaela's. He was like, he's trying to make sure you don't have a lonely Christmas. I feel I'm red.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You and myself are red? Yeah,
2: you are. You are. are.
1: Anyway, we found Jesus, baby Jesus.
2: Yeah. Found, found baby Jesus today.
1: Yes. Yeah, so you want to talk about that. Do we want to read a passage so we know that we're not going to set off comments? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you were open... You didn't like just do you didn't expect him not to be no, open? No, 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 no. You no. would totally No, I that. appreciate that you didn't just turn around and face the corner of me <laughs> really or face, you know, share the universal symbol for hello.
2: But you had no choice.
1: I you would. had to say hello, I Oscar. Would. So,
2: you had to say hello, Oscar. You were put on the spot and you really had no choice. You had to do it. This I didn't have a
3: problem doing it. Let me I'm tell just you. really red right now.
0: <laughs> he was so red.
2: I have a parallel. Um, really due hot. To, due to ask her like... um, girlfriends to marry him in public, in a public place. I Ate think it. I think it's a terrible thing because you just put that woman in a place where she can't say no.
1: I would have said no. That's a terrible thing.
2: That's why I don't like that. But anyway. I don't like that. But, okay, so... I don't want the although attention. when Michaela gets proposed to,
1: <laughs> I don't want the Oscar. Attention. I hope you're listening. It's not about being public, <laughs> but we have to make sure we have a photographer because Michaela has asked for it, and we have to make sure her nails are done. Oh, that's
2: a personal request from her then. Yes. Okay, so that's I, exist, so I right? make
1: sure we're no, But like, but
3: <laughs> honestly, I don't want it to be a public no, proposal you because would. this, this right
1: here, <laughs> <laughs> she's pointing at her beautiful face. By the way, no that is know. like cherry mm-hmm. red.
2: What if it's Fenway?
1: Oh, yeah, what if it's Fenway on home base?
2: You say yeah, home but you base. can arrange
1: that to be by okay. yourself.
3: <laughs> or I'm not
2: saying big screen. I'm just, maybe even it's just like a...
3: Low key, let me drop to my knee. That would be, yeah. like, I just don't want a grand gesture. Like a super grand gesture. Yeah. In front of people, you would like
1: the grand gesture.
0: Yeah.
2: But not a production. I
1: just don't She was just thank <laughs> <laughs> you I don't
3: like being the center of attention.
2: You sit um. in the corner. <laughs> okay. You're fine. It's all arbitrary. Do you need a fan? I don't
3: know, but my so? face just keeps getting warm and warm and warm.
2: Alright, so bottom line, I want to wrap this up. Alright, I have Christmas cheer. I really do. I mean and I'm not I mean I'm kind of a jerk. And I'm very I'm very like
1: your happy face and mad face look the same.
2: Look the same, and so I try. I don't get too high. I don't get too low. Try to, but I do have. I do have holiday cheer and Christmas spirit and stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I ask that question every year, probably for the past ten years. I ask people, "Are you just nice during the holidays, or wouldn't it be great if everybody had this spirit year round?" You know, because people are nicer. I think people are nicer. And yeah, Christmas is commercial and we exploit the season and stuff like that. But I think people genuinely are a little bit nicer. I think people make an effort. And I say, wouldn't it be great if we did that year round?
0: But if that's the case, that people are nicer now, that's okay too.
2: Yeah, it's okay. It is.
0: It
1: is. Dario officially joined back on the podcast, everyone. What? So great. We have a special guest today, everybody. Dario Diaz. (laughs) He's not a special guest. He was an originator and actually, <laughs> like, here. he's the deal hey. of the week.
2: Huh, Have it.
1: you done the deal of the week this no, week? Not you not haven't yet. filmed one? Okay.
2: Right. Well, we're going to wrap this okay. up. This has been the Hospitality Authority Podcast here on the beautiful campus of the Leadership Center of Roar, Nebraska. Thank you for listening, all 12 of you. Uh, go tell a friend. Uh, more to come. Thank you. Bye.